Let me see. Do I have it all? Luggage, check. Papers from Florn, check. Lock of hair from Galwinia, check. My dear, I shall return soon. And I will bring back something special for you. I will see you soon, and I will be sure to talk to your brother. My master awaits. Fellas, are you ready for the Dungeon Dads podcast? Woo! All yeah, right, baby. baby. <laughs> we will rise, heroes fall. I see them on the front line, standing tall. They're risking life to answer the call. But what they fight before, don't know, don't care. Just along for the ride, but if you want my stand, I'm gonna make sure I'm gonna win inside. All right, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. As always, I am your DM, Tom Blaylock, and I am joined today by John Watson playing uh, Jonas Silverwind, Iona Silhavind. Oh, man. The, the survivor of the temple on Robert's Gift. <laughs> <laughs> feeling so good about it, too. My gosh. Oh, man. I'm feeling good, too. Uh, a survivor. You're not going to give up. Yeah, you're not gonna stop. You're gonna work harder. I'm gonna work harder. <laughs> what? <laughs> Tim Carr playing Phil Near Omajira, the sprinter of the temple on <laughs> Robert's gift. Yes, now standing there with a longbow in his hand, looking around like, wait, oh, what, 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 what happened? What? <laughs> and Here come, Sam... bring on the darkness. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Turn out the light. Um, and Sam Frank, the um, spirit, the drinker, spirit drinker. Perhaps the, the guardian temple. of Jonas's spirit. Guardian of there Jonas's is, spirit. That's is. good. That's it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Protect the king. Um, yeah. I just want to take this moment to say that after 44 episodes, I feel like the theme song has only gotten better. I love the theme song. <laughs> I just I just had a similar thought. I keep, I was, I keep thinking I'm going to get sick of it, but I actually just keep liking it more. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Me too. I, mean, it I sounds, love it. It sounds better over the feed now than I feel like it has in 44 episodes for whatever reason. Mm. But I'm just so too. glad. I'm just glad that John and I worked together on that. I love that I got to just throw that sort of menacing voice under there at one point. <laughs> it's just like, it's just so fun. There's just layers. Yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's yeah. a lot of layers. Now everybody's so going to rewind. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what what voice? What the heck is he talking about? I've never heard it. That's right. That's right. Listen, it's like an onion. Yes. <laughs> how, about parfait? How, is how is it like onions? <laughs> parfait sounds <layers. laughs> Well, here's what and I'd in like case to you do. didn't know before now, you're listening to Dungeon Dad. <laughs> <Dungeon Dance. laughs> <laughs> if Shrek references don't bring it home for you. <laughs> The podcast that your player has skipped over to is now Dungeon Dad. I mean, four right. minutes in, and there are two from many years ago. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. All That's right, right, let's go. Let's go. All right. So here's here's what I like to do. Let me just give you the stuff. All right. I'm going to assume you searched the these stuff bodies that we got from the archers. And yeah. I'm going to assume you searched these bodies. Yeah. Um. There. And then is we just a, the first person to say dibs gets to hold it. Yeah. Okay. So let's do let's do blackjack first. 
Blackjack has three potions of greater healing. Nice. Dibs. Okay, there you go. <laughs> I'm a hundred and something feet away, so I'm very slowly walking. No, my no, way no, 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 no. We're, we're going to hand wave. Galen's oh, even. No, but be sure, gone. but they're going to they're going to pat that okay. fucker down. Before. Oh, wait, Galen's okay. gone. Okay. Yeah. So, so we're gonna. So I'm gonna give you the information that you got from Galen, and I want to get straight to Mr. Percy arriving. And yeah. we're just gonna assume we tactfully did not bring up the fact that he. Uh, may be responsible for spreading the uh, Grove Relash's darkness and is marching these people there. A hundred percent. This is things you probably will not say to him. (laughs) (laughs) I don't, I don't think he's hanging around long enough for us to, for have that conversation, right? And he did fling those guys around like rag dolls. So. Yes, like he sure if we, did. If we have a beef with him, what are we going to do about it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Especially after what you just what you just went through. Um, yeah. All right. Yeah, so man, I'm an I'm an impossible burger. You got, you got <laughs> no beef, baby. No beef. <laughs> that was amazing. That's great. <laughs> um. So in the bonus episode, I told you about uh. Uh, the Quiet Dark, which is the mm-hmm. vicious short sword of Blackjack Koigo. And it has uh, a couple of interesting um, properties to it. It actually spreads. It's a, It actually is is almost invisible in dim light or darkness. And and when you pull it. To be it, fair, most things are invisible in darkness. Well, <laughs> but dim dim light, it's very yeah, dark. No. It's very dark. Um, what, and <laughs> what, does that con- what does that confer mechanically? Anything or just some flavor? So so it, it's, it's mechanically in that you could be walking with it at night out and someone would not know that you were walking with a short sword drawn uh, in your hand. So it. it's particularly good for assassins right uh maybe not as good for any of you guys because you're all such like lawful good uh do-gooders you know just kidding (laughs) um and then the other thing nobody (laughs) the other thing is that's has a mechanical benefit to it to it is it it's it 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 has it's not a full-on like one of filnir's old uh emeralds um, but it has a silencing effect on it that muffles sound uh, and it gives you a plus one to your stealth checks when you have it out, when you have it drawn from the sheath. I mean, I'm probably the only one that would use short swords in the group, mm-hmm. but it's not a magical short. I mean, it doesn't give you a plus plus anything to hit. And don't you well, do that with your if I if I make it my packed weapon, oh. it does get a plus one. Well, so this could be cool then. This would be a really good thing. But then you wouldn't be able to create the bow or whatever, right? Um, I, I have to, you know what? I'd have to look at what happens if I decide to make a bow. If it, I think, I think what happens is at your feet or something. Well, I think what happens is if it's, if I've got it vanished, like shunted to another plane, it would appear at my feet. If I made another packed weapon, I see. I think if it was in like a scabbard, it would stay there. It would lose those magical properties until I actually sat down with it and then made it my packed weapon again. That's if cool. That makes sense. That's cool. Um, yeah. Let me. I'll. You can keep going. I'll, I'll look yeah. it up. But the other thing is when you. So this is not. This is not a when you crit. This is a when you roll a natural twenty. Isn't that on an when attack you crit? with it? Um, uh, well, except you get <laughs> no. Listen. Oh, you get if you not get the a 19s. crit on a nineteen. Uh-huh. You, if uh-huh. you crit on a nineteen, it doesn't. It doesn't give you the this benefit. But you get an extra two d six damage on on a on a natural twenty. Now you double those dice because 
you crit it. So it's not it's not just two d six. It's actually four d six when you when you do this. So it's a it's a nice benefit um, uh, when you roll natural twenty. Um, so that's the quiet dark. Uh, the other thing he has is a very tiny little leather sack, and it it is it's got about a let's see it's about a. a an inch and a half or two inches in diameter at the top. And when you pinch it, it opens up. It's got this like these like this like metal like uh, mouth jaw thing on it. And it has 9,000 gold inside of it in a in a uh, an alternate plane. This is a. It's a purse of plethoras. It's a purse of plethoras. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and the other thing inside this purse of plethoras, besides the nine thousand gold, is a letter. And the letter is, um, it's it is written in a hand that you do not recognize. There's nothing you're going to be able to learn from this, except that it has 22 names on it. You don't recognize very many of these names. A couple of them you do. Uh, You see, uh, um, you see Jesus written on there. Uh, You see Galwinia written on there. Uh, And you see Felipe Madamba on there. And finally, you see added later, clearly, you see Ionis Silhavind on there. And some of these names are marked out and some of them are still there. And that's it. That's what you that's what you see in that. Can in that we letter. can tell which names are marked out, right? Yes, you can. You can. Any that we uh, recognize are marked out? No, not, none that you recognize. Uh there is uh oh actually yes there is one that you recognize uh that's marked out uh Walter Faust is marked out got it my bad so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you can collect a mm. collect a, a bounty on right, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, although Walter then, might come back to dispute it yeah and, and then and you find uh you find uh a light cross crossbow on him and, uh, and a vial of some poison. And then from the archers, they are, they're both wearing, uh, breastplates and, uh, and they, when, when you sort of examine the breastplates, you see that they have uh, hark insignia on the inside of the breastplates and they are wearing red tunics under under their their breastplates, and they have uh, long swords, plain long swords, and uh, and and they all have long bows, and there are fifty arrows total uh, that, are, that are there. Nice, yeah. Um, I don't remember how many quivers I have, but I guess I could just take the arrows in my backpack. Yeah, you have so that there's they they each had three quivers. Oh, nice. Okay, and uh, and it's just they that you fifty arrows total uh, yeah. are, are are there. To, uh, uh, they were um, they were belt mounted. So yeah, uh, so these are these sort of dangle. Uh, 
you know, these are war quivers. These are not hunting quivers. So these are the kind of quiver that you would get down on a knee, you would take it off. It has a leg to prop it up on it. So you could, you could be down on the ground and then be drawing from the quiver uh, off the ground. So it's got like a, it's like a tripod on it. It's a little unwieldy if you were trying to hunt with it, but it's a very nice quiver for war, especially for a longbowman. Um, so I looked up this packed weapon thing, Tom, and I guess the question that I have is, is quiet dark considered a magical weapon? Uh, let's see. Yes, it is a magical weapon. Okay. So what that means is, so I can create like plain weapons out of thin air, right? That's okay. how I make the longbow. It just takes an action, but I can make something else, my packed weapon, but it takes an hour. So okay. basically I, but it has to be a magical weapon which makes okay. sense because otherwise like you can just make a plain one. Yep. Right. Yep. So why the, why would you waste an hour on a non-magical <laughs> weapon? Um, so yeah, so basically I could make that my packed weapon and then, uh, sorry, I have to double check if it gets what happens if I, so it says the weep the weapon ceases to be my packed weapon. If I perform the one hour ritual on a different weapon, or if I use a one hour ritual to break my bond to it, or mm-hmm. if I die, um, okay. so presumably making a different packed weapon appear in my hand would not break that bond with it because, okay. um, yeah, because... I don't want you to have to break that bond with it. That's, that's sucky. Like what's the, what's the point of being a, well, it just means it would be like, if you can't, it would just be a regular weapon from that. So it wouldn't use right. my charisma bonus. It would use, right. you know, right. it would use right. my strength. Um, so yeah, assuming nobody else wants that, I will take that and look into it. I mean, with Shadow of Moil, it basically makes it invisible, which I know doesn't offer any sort of extra advantage, but it's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. That's awesome. That's Those are the magic words for Tom. It doesn't confer yeah. any advantage, but it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's flavor. Well, I mean, I can... I Look... I, you guys are creative fellas. I, I know I have a feeling you will come up with something creative uh, way to use this that will confer a mechanical advantage for having an invisible blade. Uh, my, my, that's, that is my guess. There is a spell that causes your blade to become invisible. It is in Dark Souls. It is not in this game, but <laughs> it is still a spell and it's cool as shit. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, right. So I'll take that. And then I'm assuming we're splitting the gold. Or are we keeping it in the? What do you call that's it? That's a lot of dibs. Well, I dibs. <laughs> well, he's the, he's the <laughs> he wants the pouch. Like the pouch I of plentiful the pennies. The way I'm picturing this is like almost like a Pez dispenser for gold coins. Yeah. <laughs> so like, we have no idea how much is in there unless we sit there and ching ching ching. ching. Oh, that's, that's true. true. Yeah. We might I should just have told you it's nine thousand. It's might, a lot. We might just assume that it's like a, a an infinite purse of coins right. yes yeah <laughs> we're just dancing <laughs> it brings new ding, 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 ding. Uh, <laughs> brings a new idea to the bring your money maker that's right, right. <laughs> that's right yeah that's how you should play it that's how you should play it you think it's a you think it's an infinite wellspring of gold i think that's awesome i mean just by the time we spend it. that much it basically will be it basically no, I, you know we've got all the dead bodies like there and i'm like 
Hark, the heraldry, my king. Put your gold into this thing. <laughs> oh, okay. Last thing. Last thing you have, uh, as as promised, is a is the perfume of bewitching. Oh, nice. Yeah, which you chose not to buy, but now you get because he did. Yep. He did. Um, dibs. He has the true death. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I mean, should we go back to Balgriff and see how much he'll give us for all these breastplates and nice longbows? Sure. You have. What about, it's, it, what about it's Jonas's about, store? It's about eight. Oh PM. my god! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it, if if that's even a thing, that's like in the middle of Hark territory. <laughs> for that, the past. Oh that fort oh is gone. Thinking, it's gone. Thinking back to the the business model. Of hunting down deserters, taking their military issued equipment, and selling it back to the military in a steep market. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> it's a no fail business plan right there. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. So let me know. I mean, I, I mean, I'm, I'm about, really happy. What about Jonas's store? <laughs> uh, so I am, I am very uh, happy to uh to hand wave to midnight um uh but if you would like to go back to the caravan one last time are you willing to hand wave some gold into our pockets for the uh for the gear uh you have like why would you even want that money you have an an unlimited supply like a a bottomless wellspring of gold pez yeah but it's in jonas's hand right now look at this trick i can take gold and there's yes. more. Yeah. And there's yeah. more. And there's more. Why do people need stores? <laughs> Abel, Abel, I'm making it rain. <laughs> start throwing it in the sky. <laughs> to me, my lord, to me. <laughs> All of a sudden, he's BB-8 in the casino. He's ping, That's ping, right. ping, 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 <laughs> So I'm wondering, uh, my only problem is, um, I'm wondering why I wouldn't storm my ass back down to the, especially when Paulson said I've got the tears on me. What does that mean? Oh yeah, my God, the midnight tear. Yeah, that's yep. true. <laughs> we forget with all the gold, we forgot that you're in mortal danger. I'm still in mortal that's danger. Right. We that's went right. on Scrooge McDuck and you're just like, no, I'm gonna die. <laughs> yeah. King what Jonas, is- people have told me that I look good when I back that thing up. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yes, but back, back, back to reality. Pawson, <laughs> what, what's wrong with me? What's happening? One of my old masters used to use this kind of a, a poison. It strikes at midnight. Anyone who's touched it, including, including Pawson now, is affected by it. What does it do, Pawson? When the moon is at its highest place, it causes a burning sensation and does a great deal of damage. It also sometimes leaves you with scarred redness wherever it touched. Will these new potions help? Yes, how can... Did your master ever make a mistake and have to remove it? Uh, no, I... I don't think so. Tom was just going to hand wave us to midnight. 
I know. <laughs> That's some bullshit. <laughs> and Jonas's head right. catches fire. <laughs> All right, I think I think Jonas is going to uh, mount Paulson. And, hey, it's just it's uh, not John. It's not that kind of show. Listen, uh, what did you say, Tundik? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Okay, fair enough, Tim. <laughs> so Jonas is going to mount Paulson, and uh, he's going to say, "the the people, the people that have done this to us are there. Let us feast." <sighs> and he looks back at you, Phil. Near, uh, may, may may I ride with him, Master? Ionis, I would caution. There were a lot of dwarves, and we have only just survived a battle. Galen is on our side, but... So I tell Galen that I've been poisoned by more of his caravan. Maybe they have an antidote. I support that. I support that. Let's go. Parson, take him. So tell me, is he going to ride ahead of you guys (laughs) as fast as Parson's legs will carry him? That's up to... Sounds like it. That's up to John, I think. Okay. King Jonas, I implore you, uh, accuse this miscreant in the eyes of the entire wagon train. Do not take the law into your own hands. That is neither kingly nor prudent. I run to the, uh, I run to the edge where they first saw us. Well, I guess they, they're, they were a little ways down, but from on high, I boom, minor illusion. The king of Montaire has been poisoned. One of you have done this. Wait, don't we know who did it? I thought yeah. we knew who did it. I think. Yes, but Clear. we're oh, okay. weeding it oh, out okay, gotcha. in front of everyone. Okay. And I, I, uh, I used thaumaturgy to do some earth tremors. Okay. Cool. And then meanwhile, Abel and Filnir are like running yeah. to catch up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and pa- Paulson and I slowly start start walking down the uh, down the hill toward Galen. Ionis, I know what Master said. I do plan on biting her face off. Yeah, let's, let us wait until the final moment, Paulson. Filner was right. We are seriously outnumbered. Let us see what Master Galen has to say. Master Galen! So you're you're gonna make it make your way to the caravan. Galen comes out, and uh, and you, you know it, he is in full glory in the middle of the night. So his cloak mirrors the night sky. So it's almost like he is a um, sort of a, a a walking star chart of the stars where you are in this moment, and his. His not it's not only his cloak, but his his body is glowing in the darkness. You, there's no way you could ever put it together that during the daytime he's sheathed in darkness, um, and 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 he comes but, out. But just to be clear, it's nowhere close to the middle of the night. It's no, it's like nine p.m. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, it's dark. Uh, Monteran. We heard your message. What say you? Clear, clear water and Dreed Clearman are behind an assassination attempt. Another on my person. Oh, I, I find that very hard to believe. 
Dreed is not the kind. And what about Clea? I don't know her well. In an attempt to gain their favor, I allowed her to anoint me, and now I have midnight tears all over my head. Come, let me let me see. And he doesn't touch you, and he sort of sniffs at you. And uh, well, actually, you're up high on a fucking wolf. I'm gonna sorry I'm gonna okay. dismount. I'm gonna how far okay. are, how far behind are we? Have we caught up? Uh, not yet, but We're a few, you're, you're coming. A few hundred yards back. Don't let him anoint you, Jonas! Jonas! <laughs> no anointing! He says, you seem like the sort who has a rather strong carriage of your soul. Perhaps this will do next, next to nothing to you. But you are correct. These are midnight tears. The smell is hidden in lavender. And I, I think cinnamon. You say Clea did this to you. She did indeed. Well, they follow Gorelta, the god of roads and distance, and poisoning on the god's road is an offense that brings with it death. Come, I will speak with you and her, and we will, we will do this. We will do this according to the rules of the road. Let us go then. So Filner's going to cast Edgar's Detect Thoughts as he's okay. coming down the hill. Okay, nice. All right. Are you... What are you doing? Are you looking for invisible people? Are you trying to, to detect thoughts on... on I, think, uh, I think he's mostly interested in hearing what Clea is thinking. Okay. Um, and then obviously, you know, if there's any sort of ill intent that kind of pops into his head from somebody, I think he would want to be aware of it now because he's clearly less trusting of this caravan than he was earlier. Okay. All right. Um, so you make your way back to the dwarves and they have circled up and they are holding shields and axes. And, uh, and most of them do not look like they really know how to hold these things. And, uh, and Dreed steps forward and says, my wife is dying. You are right. She poisoned you. But in touching the oil, she also has become poisoned. Please accept her death here tonight as payment and do nothing else to my clan. I do not understand. Why would she poison herself? Was she unaware that the poison was there? Let me speak to my wife. Can I reach out mentally? Yeah. yeah. Uh, to to him? Uh, I want to hear what she thinks when he asks her that question. Okay. When 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 he goes. When, when, when... he when he says, like, you know, uh, I mean, I don't know exactly what he's going to ask, but I assume it's something like what John asked, right? What Jonas yeah. asked, which is like, what did, what were you thinking? Did you, yeah. was this what you thought it was? Yeah. All right. Yeah, so he he goes back, and so she they have cr- created a, little, a, slight, a circle around her basically, and she is lying down and she is not looking good. Her hands are red. Um, where she put it on her wrist is purplish and is like bubbling up a bit. And and he says, 
Clea, my love, why would you do this? Why would you, why would you take your own life in this way? And, and, and she's quiet for a minute and, uh, and, and Phil near her, her, sur- her surface thoughts are, I'm sorry, my love. Uh, and then she has the thought of her son, Dreed, same name as his father, being cut down at the Battle of the Bands. Okay. And she says, that's his son, Dreed. That's the son of the man who took our boy. I know, wife, but it doesn't mean he has anything to do with it. Little Dreed did all sorts of things that had nothing to do with me. And and I him. Why would you leave me like this? And she says, and her thoughts match up perfectly to this. She says, I swore if I ever thought I could get back at that dirty man, I would do so. And, uh, can I, and, uh, yeah, can I, can I dig in a little bit deeper Yep. with this intelligence check thing that we got to do? And what do you want to look for here? Uh, well, as I do that, I'm going to yell out, is there a cure? Okay. So that if it just happens to cross her mind, even for a fleeting moment, I catch it. Okay. Okay. So she got a 13 on her saving throw. What's your, what's your spell save? My spell save DC is 16. Okay. So, so then she doesn't feel it. So you, you go deeper. Right. Okay. So, so I go deeper, uh, and she doesn't and, make the save. And I, as I call out, I say, what's the antidote? And in her mind, she flits over, um, uh, walking through the uh, brisotes of, of Monterre and collecting the, the moss and mold from the rocks deep below ground. And cooking this into a poison and she and she sort of thinks to herself i wish there was a cure what have i done i wish i wish i hadn't done this i'm leaving my i'm leaving my husband right when we were getting a second chance okay and uh and she stands up and and dreed helps her up and dreed says we follow Garelta. If the aggrieved party decides to take her life before the poison does, then he has every right. She is guilty. King Silverwind, Silhavind, I beg of you to give me two hours with my wife before she passes. And I'll relay what I've sort of mentally discovered to Jonas and tell him that there's no antidote that she's aware of and and she's not certain that jonas is going to die she is certain she is going to die but she is not certain that jonas is going to die but he's going to get real fucking sick i believe my father continues to make problems for us all i turned to galen i'm at your mercy there are now three of us Afflicted with this. 
if you can, please save this dwarf woman and save the wolf. If you cannot save me, I'll just deal with it. Can you do anything? Midnight tears are powerful poison. The good news is it just wrecks the body and then it is done. So the way to deal with this is to prepare yourself for a violent evening of, of vomiting, diarrhea, and a fire burning on your skin where it is touched. Did you ingest this? Or was it just a surface touch? It was just surface for me. Did she put her fingers, did she, she rubbed it on you. Did she put her fingers inside of your body anywhere, your mouth, your ears, anywhere? Uh, she just touched my earlobes and my head. Pawson licked me, but he spat it out, but. Right, come, come, come to the front. You, you, you and you. Dreed, bring your wife. We go. I go. Okay. Yeah, I'll join. Priest. So, I, I will also just say, I'm assuming right now that this is not a condition that lesser restoration will help with. So, it is... It, it, because they don't not, really have the poisoned condition He does not have the right poisoned condition. So, it's like a ticking time bomb. Yes. So, uh, when you get to the front of the line, uh, Galen opens up his tent and says, uh, Come in, priest, priest. Warlock, but all of you come in. Uh, he says, I, I will do my best. I can bring, I can, I can cure your wounds from your fight. The best chance you have is to, to load up carbo load on hit points. This poison is going to hit all at once. Anything. It's going to, this poison is going to hit all at once. You'll need as much strength as you have, as you can possibly muster. If you have any way of giving yourselves uh, uh, extra, bringing yourself above your normal threshold for pain. Uh, Abel, start talking. <laughs> 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 well, so uh, first off, hmm. so here's the thing is I'm, 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 geared for small little heels quick little heels as opposed to slow big heels we have potions um, we got yeah. the, the three potions, potions. greater healing that's true you, i mean you got like, a couple of hours you could do a short rest right i mean you could do a short I rest have, oh and that's true spin some hit dice and can i change my prepared spells on a short rest I think uh i think that's a long rest for you i think it's day to day isn't it for a cleric yeah, I think that's right. Um, so, like, I've got healing word, but I don't have cure wounds. Mm -hmm. I've got prayer of healing, which is not efficient, but I do have a lot of second level spell slots hanging out. I mean, I have got, we got how many potions from Blackjack? We got three from Three from Blackjack. And I have two greater healings, one healing. And, it, and we're going we to have revivifies too. We're trying to get all we three of you through it though, right? Yes. Um, okay. It is, but, it's a big hit of poison. Um, right. And, and, you know, 
uh, revivify is not an option on the NPCs, right? right. So, right. so Pawson and uh, and Clea are are in trouble. Um, yeah, he doesn't have hit dice either. At least not on his character sheet. So I don't know how that would work. Oh, uh, he should. He should. Um, oh, sorry. On a short rest, John can use however many hit dice he wants, right? Well, I was going to say I'm going to use. I have five left. Ten so D I'll ten. Use my hit dice for Pawson. Okay, D10. D10. Good grief. Monstrosity. <laughs> right, man. Uh, so I'll use my hit dice. Uh, he can use his. We can give a healing potion to uh, the dwarf. And maybe uh, is it a situation where I can take a healing potion as as I as the po- poison begins to hit me at midnight? No, no, it's just going to run right through you, man. Yeah, right. you're going to be completely incapacitated when this thing is is hitting you. That bright right. red potion just spraying out over the plane. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'll uh, I'll I'll just sit down and begin taking my short rest. I mean, temporary hit points are a good idea if you yeah, have yeah. any way of getting yeah, those. Yeah, so let me, uh, Jonas. You know, while you're here and preparing and resting, while I'm digging this latrine trench, let me tell you a story. <laughs> <laughs> the moon begins to rise. And that's why it's always important to dig a latrine trench. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'll give you full. So So 12 temp, right? 14, right? Uh, I think it's 12. Yeah, I think it's 12. I was like, but did I love it? It was 12 12 last time. He has 14. Yeah, Yeah, he has 14 um, charisma. That's right. It's It's my level plus, yeah, my charisma modifier, which is two. Okay. All right, so um, we're gonna get through this night, Jonas. Yeah, I topped Pawson off with um, hit dice. Okay, all right. So are we I ready brought, to do it? I brought two buckets, one for each oh. end. And this is also at midnight, so this is so we also need to be doing Percy. Yeah, you gotta get oh. you gotta get ready for Percy at midnight. Um, yeah. All right, I'll uh, tell Galen that there's something else happening at midnight and he can, it's safe. It'll be fine, but we'll be distracted potentially. Um, Galen, do you have a fan? Um, throughout the Breen Valley, many people look up to me and respect me. Yes. No, a fan like for, for blowing the, the, the heat off of yourself. Um, I, no, I do not. Is that something I should have? Well, you, it might be useful for holding up in front of yourself for the next 30 minutes or so, because the shit may hit it. <laughs> <laughs> Things are about to get real hairy in here, man. Ionis, give me the chest. All right, I, I hand it to him. Hachevola. Find an empty space. Make it big. Okay. All right. Uh, and we're you, still inside the tent. You hear, you hear uh, on in the chest. You hear uh, it's it's uh, it's like 
slurping sounds and uh and it's and then you hear the occasional woman's voice and you hear the occasional like older man's voice and oh but back <laughs> soon don't worry and and you do in fact hear Galwinia's voice on the other side and it's it's not sex sounds but it's definitely making out for sure making out <laughs> oh i out. thought you were going to say they were having some ramen or something yeah oh right yeah that's right it's the um, meal before he goes uh all right so so are we going to roll this damage are you guys ready for it which which damage the poison damage is there Percy damage too? Um, while this is <laughs> happening, Filner is going to direct his thoughts at Jonas to make sure there's no instructions that he's missed on this chest. Uh, okay, that's that's uh, smart. That's good. And then, <laughs> and also say, Ionis, do I need to open the walkway or anything else on the chest? And just sort of see what, like, even if he doesn't answer me because this poison is hitting, at least he'll have that yeah. momentary, like, oh yeah, this, this, this. Yeah, he he shows you. I mean, in his mind, he sees the button to push, and he sees that like it's basically just at midnight telling Percy it's time to walk through. Right. Do I need to press the south side to open the walkway? Uh, I think that is correct. I think that is the right the the, the button to push. <laughs> no, I, I don't baby. have my notes. Big I don't have my, Tim. <laughs> I don't have my notes open, but yes, I think that is correct. Okay. I will um, do that when the time comes. Okay, and and Dreed is there, and he's holding Clea, and Clea is shaking. She's shaking, and she she is you know she's not as hardy as you are, even though she's a dwarf, and uh, and the damage is going to be because she's a dwarf. The damage is going to be halved here, um, uh, but she resistant to poison. But she did fail her her saving throw, which was a DC seventeen, which is very high, um, and. So it's going to be half of this. Oh, it's so many guys. All right. Do you have enough dice? I do. <laughs> okay. So she is going to take 18 damage. She had eight hit points plus the 12, which is 20. She is shitting and throwing up and her and she's screaming no, no, out in the pit. Her, That's what the pit is for. <laughs> My skin is boiling. Oh, it's awful. It's fine. It's awful. And 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 she is she rolls over into the pit and is throwing up straight in the pit. And uh, and she looks like she's alive. Uh, Pawson. How many hit points does he have? Eighty seven. Oh, nice. (laughs) (laughs) And he's going to take. He has enough, even if every roll was a six. Yeah. All right. He's going to take 32 damage. Okay. All right. And. All right. And Jonas. You're going to take 24 damage. And you said I already failed the con save. You you failed the con save straight away. I okay. I was cheeky when I had you roll it. Uh, um, uh, you rolled okay. it last episode. Yeah, you rolled it last episode. You got a fifteen, I think. Um, that's, a, uh-huh. that's a low roll. Yeah, that's yeah. A low I, got, so got I got super roll. lucky. You got twenty four hit lucky. points. Now here is the problem. Uh huh. 
you cannot heal these hit points until the next midnight. Wow, until the next midnight. So the long rest doesn't do anything. Cannot heal them until the next till the next midnight. Okay. Uh, and and you also are just struck. You're throwing up. You're you're, you're feeling awful. And and uh, and Phil Nair has opened the stairway and and Percy comes out and he is wearing a breastplate and he has uh, a a large backpack with him and a small chest and he comes out and he says, oh, oh, master, it was awful. It was just awful being without you. Oh, wait. Uh, and he looks around and he sees you throwing up in the ground. And he, your master and he, needs your comfort, Percy. And he, he rushes over. He rushes over and begins to like stroke your head and stroke your back. And he needs to roll a saving throw. No. Oh, no, no. I feel like we would have caught him. Why and didn't said, you d- grab him? I, I mean, how many? I got like three seconds. Not his earlobes. Right. He didn't stroke his earlobes for sure. All right. All right. And oh Jesus. And it's Tom's, midnight. Tom's wanted to kill Mr. Percy for it's so long. It's midnight. Uh, it's midnight. Uh, he fails his saving throw. Damn it. <sighs> That's 32 damage. This damn is it. fucked up, Tom. Yeah, seriously. Mr. Mr. It's after midnight, clearly. Mr. If this Percy. all hits once. Mr. Percy looks around and says why are you looking at me like this? Come help, Master! You can't come help, him. Master. We've no, already helped no, him. Percy. He'll no, be fine. Percy. Get away, <laughs> Master! <laughs> master! Thanks, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> John. Thanks, John. Thanks, John. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, so oh, oh that reco- sounded like it was gonna itch when it dried. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't worry, Abel. I have I have pressed it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh no. So I'm not gonna lie to you, you're gonna have to sleep this one off, John. Jonas is not gonna be in any shape for going to the ton deck. Um <laughs> right now. <laughs> You just really don't want us to leave Robert's gift. You just I know you don't want us to go no. trying to make sure the season ends the way he sees it ending. No, so so the um uh you you sleep it off. Clea survives. Um, wait a second. Wait. Oh, wait a second. As as everyone is throwing up, and you know, bodily fluids are are flying everywhere. Oh. Uh, uh, Lord Tempest, we require rest and comfort. And I go outside and begin chanting to Tempest. Oh man, are you making the temple, the Templus? It's going to take a while. Okay, all right. (laughs) It's an hour. All right. Oh, wow. All right. Uh, So they're they're throwing up. Um, Dreed Dreed comes up to you, Jonas, and he's like about to say something, and he just kind of uh, he looks over at you, Phil. There, he says, "Your man has saved my wife's life tonight when she tried to take his. If he survives this, 
you can call on the Cleoman dwarves of Montaire. We will not go to our job if if your master says he wants us somewhere else. But we have to seek our fortune somewhere. He has to promise us he can find us work. Understood. Rest assured he will survive. He will make good. Your families will prosper. Take care of your wife. I will. Thank you so much. Please see that she does not do this again. I don't think she will. I am sorry for the loss of your son. And I'm sure Ionis is, feels it were more than I do. His father has been... Well, let's just say it's not his favorite person. Silhavine's folly goes deep on this whole island. Indeed. We are trying to make things better. We appreciate your help. And he walks away, and Abel, you continue chanting, and John, you continue throwing up and, and having your diarrhea, and Percy's there, he's holding you, and he's he's cleaning you up as you go, and... and uh, um, did he take that damage, or is he, is he going to take that? I was time? fucking with you, man. I'm not killing Percy <laughs> like that. That's not right. I'm like, he's dead, man. Why would yeah. you? It's absorbed. It's gone. Yeah. It's uh, one second it's, after midnight. It's you're yeah. good. You're good. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. not a gremlin situation. Yeah. yeah. It's a magical poison. It's not. It's 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 fine. He's fine. We'll have um, words later. And and uh, <laughs> and and, uh, and near you're watching as the smoke begins to form this temple, this templist that, that uh, Abel is casting and uh, you feel a tap on your shoulder and you hear someone say, well, goodness, Filner, this is a pretty, it's a pretty uh, happening evening here. Uh, your king is dying. You're, you're Bobby. Been, uh, yes. It's this. Nope. This, nobody is dying. Oh, Bobby, thank God you're here. Come here. I, I need you to consult on some of these interior of, design decisions. Why don't you go watch a temple appear and maybe you can appreciate it for once in your life instead of talking down about everything. Off you go. Uh, you still have to tech thoughts on, yeah? Yeah. Um, Bobby's surface thoughts are the following. <laughs> Gosh, Filnir is such a beautiful man. And I don't understand why he never acknowledges me. And we meet here in the middle of nowhere and he doesn't even like take the time to acknowledge the fact that our our, our fates must be intertwined. And and surely he surely this newfound uh, uh, strength of character and also of body, obviously. Uh, uh, he he still he still just it, it won't even look at me. I'll look at him right in his ocular nerve, and I'll say, "Bobby, yes, thank you. Go outside." Okay, Bobby, fine. should we put in a sauna? <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. Yes, yes, let me come. Let me come. Let me help you. Let me help you, sir. Tempest, 
Tempest would will it so. <laughs> Make it like a brisotte. Make it like a brisotte. <laughs> yeah, so Bobby's going to help you, and the Templus is built. John, you're feeling better. You're not feeling great, but you are feeling better. And Mr. Percy is there, and he says, Master, don't, do not speak. Come, come, come. Hey, Master Abel, is, this, is, the, is the Templus ready? Only friends may enter. Yes, uh, it's, that that is that is me, obviously. But uh, who else? Just us. Uh, yes, and uh, and all who seek aid and who have been injured this night, but no undead. <laughs> <laughs> I can choose one type of creature to yeah. exclude. <laughs> And and you see uh, and 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 Bobby calls out uh, and he, he says he says uh, Balgriff Balgriff, yes, I can definitely get you in. Uh, I know the guy who built this. Uh, <laughs> and, and, Tempest, uh, I've partaken in glorious combat today, and now I seek my just repose. And this temple is beautiful. It is exactly as you have made it. Sam, tell us what it looks like. It's sort of austere on the outside you know and you know trusting to abel's architectural instincts none of the right angles are quite right angles (laughs) (laughs) but then when you come inside it's all incense and uh you know cushions and um you know burning torches on the wall that actually glow a faint blue light and there's a, a giant uh, statue and altar of Tempest at the, the far end of the temple. Awesome. And mechanically, uh, I think it only sort of confers two major things. One is no divination spells can find us in here. Okay. And two is um, any spells that are cast to regain hit points gain an additional amount equal to my wisdom modifier. Oh, that's four. nice. That's awesome. Wow. Uh, but unfortunately, you guys can't be healed of the poison damage. Right. Right. Can't do it. Um, but at least we've got a place to rest. So. Oh, and and then there's uh, there's a a sauna uh, <laughs> in the far corner. Not sure how the engineering works. You know, you sort of picture it and tempest kind of makes it happen um and then there are these new rooms that i've really only heard about but decided we would be a good idea here where there's sort of a bench with a hole in it and then (laughs) and then it just the hole goes down and actually ejects somewhere deep underground under the temple yeah awesome uh i'm gonna take Mr. Percy, pull him away from Jonas. Tell him he just needs to rest. Let him sleep. We'll go hit the sauna, and I'll explain everything that's happened. <laughs> awesome, yeah. And and as they as they lay me down to bed, I'm like patting my ass and patting yeah. my like patting parts of my body, just cleaning myself up, precedent chasing, and then yeah, soiling well, it again. And I should say, <laughs> I mean, we've been sort of treating this uh, as a fait accompli, 
But uh, for those who don't remember, this is the Ascended Shield of the Tree of Tempest gives me the ability to, on a day in which I have partaken in glorious combat uh, and emerged victorious, I can cast the spell Temple of the Gods, 7th yep. level cleric. It's super awesome. Super awesome. Now, here's what happens on the inside of it. The Euron Stone mm-hmm. floats of its own accord eight feet off the ground while you are inside the, the, the Templus. Does it follow him around or just floats to a spot and stays? It, it floats to the exact uh, geometric center of the temple. And you hear throughout the night calming whispers as though someone, someone that you uh, love is reading to you your favorite childhood story from a, from a great distance away, but you recognize their voice. Uh, and, and that's what you all hear. I think it's a little bit of a stretch to say that if I suddenly heard that I would find it calming, but I will take it. (laughs) Yeah, It is, it is, it is, uh, it it creates a calming sensation in you and that's what it sounds like, Mm. but it's, uh, the sensation is independent of the, of, of the sound. It's Uh, like your mind is making sense of why you feel so calm. So it's like, yeah. Okay. So it's like I took a, took a real good Xanax just like that. Yeah. Like put on some smooth jazz and in the sauna. Percy, oh, and then I can get in the sauna, get in that sauna. Yeah. And in the, in the sauna, uh, Percy, Percy says, um, it's like he's been planning this for years. Flown has, called out to many surrounding communities and asked them to come and join the fight with Jonas Silverwind, rightful king of Gilbrain. He has many swords, arrows, pieces of armor hidden in the forest where the Adarans and the Harkis could not find it. He has plans for a grand wall to encircle the city. And he's even decided to build a Lady Bone warehouse and get into Lady Bone there in Laken Hearth. He just needs men and money, and I believe, I believe that he wants to bring Laken Hearth to become the new Lakeshire of the Breen, the new central power. I believe we have several problems that just solved each other. And what has happened where you were? Well, Florin has a chest full of our gold and needs men to build a wall. We have a bunch of men here who need to build a wall, don't have any gold. Well, that is fortuitous. That's almost as though it were fainted. (laughs) It's elvish for. Very good luck. <laughs> and La Vie and Rose, am I right? <laughs> and and he looks over at you, Phil there, and he says, I have another matter to discuss with you, friend. What is that? It seems it seems that I might be able to convince your sister to remain here 
in the gill brain. Wonderful. I agree. I just need to know if it's okay for me to form a more intimate relationship with her. I'm preparing the ceremony spell! (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Percy. My sister's choices have always been her own. I've never thought I had much control over her choices, her actions. So if you make her happy, then you make her happy. And I will not stand in your way. That is very good. It would make me happy as well. That is mighty elvish of you. And I appreciate it. Give her that card, Percy! (laughs) (laughs) As we're going to be here a while. Is there anything else that has happened that we should know of? Anything else that has changed in the valley? Not in Lakenhearth. I will say that Adair's troops now encircle Lakeshire and they are attempting a siege and Florn does not believe it will go well for the Adairans, which he is quite happy about. One other thing, better not tell Jonas about Galwinia. I've seen the way he looks at her And I have, on more than one occasion, uh, been with a lady that he fancied and had to erase (laughs) from his memory said thing. No! Oh, no, Percy. Percy. Mr. Percy. No, all the more reason to tell him sooner rather than later before his attachment can grow greater. I think it is his blessing... You should be asking for, not mine. She's my sister, not my daughter. Indeed, and he wishes, he is so protective of you, he wishes nothing but your happiness. Mm. I have been scorched by him before. (laughs) For less. (laughs) (laughs) He is a new man, Percy, and his love for you has only grown. Perhaps you're right. Perhaps you're right. And... And uh, and Percy looks into the distance in your templus, and he is ripped. <laughs> like I know he's old, but he he's, is a ripped he's 41 old guy. And just totally, he's forty-one. Totally his ripped. his face is really his face literally looks like an old old guy. He's like got wrinkles all over the place, but his body is ripped. <laughs> um. Carrying all of Jonas's stuff around. Yeah. <laughs> I look forward to making use out of my greatest quality. Gentlemen, do you know what my middle name is? Oh. Uh, <laughs> Don't you do Jesus it, Tom. Christ. Don't. Jesus Christ. And he whispers in here in your ear what his middle name is, and you all get a long rest. Uh, wait, before we do the long rest. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, I'm going to cast. Wait, I, I, well, I will just say for the listeners, I'm just going to say this: Tom has put Percy in as an NPC on our our informational sheet here, and he put in a middle name that we have all insisted is not canon. 
<laughs> and until it is said on the podcast, we are going to continue to insist that it is not canon. <laughs> now is not the time for me to show you my greatest quality oh, God. and ability. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we'll not begin to guess proclivities. This is the danger of starting an episode late in the evening. <laughs> Um, okay, so basically the one thing I want to do before going to sleep is I'm going to cast Dream. Oh, who are you going to cast it on? Despo. <gasps> Ooh. Oh, that's a good idea. And I'm going to send Despo a vision of Adair being completely demolished in Lakeshire and the siege going completely poorly and... A uh, warm welcome in Lake and Hearth, and longevity, and her being herself. You know, in the way that a dream wraps all of those things together that don't necessarily mm-hmm. make sense, but hopefully that has put her uh, wife a lingering. Put her, put her wife in. Uh, in well, in I don't want to do that. That's fucking torture, man. Yeah, it's bad. Because I already know what's happened to her wife. That's true. Oh, yeah, that's right. You do know. You do know. Yeah, we know. Yeah. About that. yeah. Uh, I forget if we told her or not. We haven't told her. I don't her. think we, we did not. I don't think we did. We did not but this her. is not the time. Um, so, yeah. So that's uh, that's a good idea. The, the vision I want to give Despo. And she is asleep. I don't know if you need to know that or not, but she is currently asleep. Uh, she's in a tent uh, about um, about. Uh, 900 feet away so, from the okay. front gate of, of, of Lake, Lakeshire. She's always Yeah, intense. so if Despo's asleep, I can actually converse oh. with Despo. Okay. Um, and I can shape the environment of the dream. So basically, like, I can talk Despo kind of through this stuff. Um, yeah, sorry, I'm reading it as I'm going. But the fact that she's asleep actually makes a difference, because that's that means I can send everything. And I could actually send somebody else too, but I'll do this myself. Percy, marriage is a dream within a dream. <laughs> marriage. <laughs> I, I think you're going to love it. If you find something good in this world, you got to hold on to it. Everything is so tenuous, balanced on a knife edge. We could all go at any time. You've got to grab the good things and hold on to them. Percy, do you hear what I'm saying to you? Abel, I, I, I hear. I, my, my one concern is that I have known her but a few days, and I believe she might think me creepy if I proposed to her so soon. I do think that I love many things about her, though. Well, you know, in these days of chaos and turmoil people appreciate any kind of stability that can be offered to them i I think that the normal timelines may not be in operation here Hmm. well i think once we get back from wherever we're going now i i plan to begin my life again in lake and hearth with her i just want you to i want you to promise me this percy okay when it's time to get married, I I want to officiate. Oh, I believe you would have to. Uh, aren't you now Jonas's man? I 
I see that you wear the prayer beads of Bonrus. Oh, pardon me, the prayer beads of Abel. Indeed I do. And I I, I serve the man now both in, uh, in, in spirit and in letter. Oh. Although my interpretation of both the letter and the spirit are sometimes different from his. And, uh, and the good Lord Tempest gives me sufficient leeway in that regard. There, did right. that did that give you enough time to, to read up on Dream Tim? Yeah, <laughs> I, was, I was buying yeah, no, you some time. It's basic. I mean, it's basically that you know I I'm the messenger in that, and then I can shape the dream and relay a message. So I don't think anything is that wildly out of whack. It's just yeah. that Despot would actually see me as part of it. Mm-hmm. That's so good. All right. So are you gonna are you gonna say anything specific to her in this uh, in this um, thing as the messenger? I mean, the only thing that really the only thing that really comes to mind is is how much she hates deserters. And this would basically be asking her to desert. Um, so I think uh, Filner would, would rationalize it somehow of, um, you know, find a way to save yourself through the slaughter and then come to Lake and hearth so that you don't have to leave, but you don't risk your life for nothing. Well, could these you, guys could... are her enemy too, aren't they? Yeah, but she, signed up with them Mm -hmm. right well i feel like she was forced to maybe anyway that's all i think you know i think it would be like find a way to get a little despo talking in her sleep tom yeah uh sure um (laughs) oh jesus uh well that's freaky oh oh my god that's a that's a big fireball that's okay yes oh oh yeah oh Good job, Spearshire. Oh, good job, Spearshire. And she wakes up. I, I've never been so glad I asked a question in my life. And then I come out yeah. of the trance. That wait, no, I'm wait, wait, wait. I'm, I'm sorry. I did ask my wife to marry me, and I'm really glad I did that. <laughs> but this is really up there in terms of questions I'm glad I asked. <laughs> And then I think now we can all have our long rest. All right, get your long rest. So, John, you just, until the next midnight, you can't heal back from that. Also, Pawson can't heal back those hit points until the next midnight. Yeah. So I don't get the hit points, but I get everything else. Everything else. You got it. And you're not, you Uh, don't have exhaustion. I'm going to, I would have normally given you a level of exhaustion uh, uh for the day, but Mm -hmm. sleeping in the Templis. You, it's like it takes care of that. I'm gonna say a little sound of time. A little sound of time. <laughs> you're you're in it. Um, I will say the one thing is that you did hear some of the uh, Percy talk uh, uh, of him. You know, uh, with Galwinia. I mean, frankly, as much as he's trying to be discreet, Percy can't shut up about it. No, he can't. He can't. <laughs> this is like a big deal for him. Uh, it's right. like it's like that time your uh, your girlfriend from uh, from from finishing school uh, fell in love with him, and also a little bit like that time when your girlfriend from uh, from from down in the Mickleburg, the one when you were sort of like you know slumming it a little bit, slumming it. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, she fell in love with person. She she didn't fell in love with him, but they definitely did it. Um, uh, uh, All right. It, 
basically Percy has on many occasions, like literally taken one for the team to make sure that you don't like fall for and run away with uh, a commoner. Like that, okay. that is a true thing. Uh, okay. So I see that. Uh, so, I, uh, well, I was going to say, I wake up in the morning and I step out onto the, you know, the stairs of the temple and look out over the landscape and say, Another day on this goddamn plateau. <laughs> <laughs> the caravan is gone. They're gone. The caravan they is left gone. us. Moved yep. on is, in the night. Yeah. Bobby took off too. Bobby is gone. The dwarves, okay, the 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 Cleoman dwarves are all there. Laying down on top of their tents. Um and we have Clea too. Still, and you right? have Clea. Yep. Yeah. Wait. So the caravan's gone, but there's still like a hundred and something dwarves. It's, just... It was like it's like it's like twenty twenty stone cutters, and then some of their families. So not the, all of the the Monteran stone cutters, just the ones from this particular clan. So so everybody else traveled by teleportation circle. Mm-hmm. These specific dwarves follow Garelta, which is the mm-hmm. god of roads and distance. And so they cannot, they will not t- like make travel easier. Um, they walk everywhere. Um, and, and so that's why they, I bet they are a pain in the ass on a road trip. I think they are a pain <laughs> in the ass. Yep. Um, um, so I'm going to wake up not feeling super refreshed, but you know, happy that I've at least got my resources back and I'm going to walk over to Mr. Percy. And I say, Mr. Percy, you made it through. Oh, you made it through, Ionis. I'm so happy to see you. I, I'm happy to see you as well. I, I, uh, I'm sorry that you had to see me like that. I am. Um... I've seen you much worse. I'm so happy that you did not come into too much trouble without me. Well, I always get in a little bit. I brought my sword. Fun. Look. <laughs> Yes, you did. It's a great one. <laughs> and you look, and you looked great in that plate armor. No, um, thank you. I've got to tell you, going through an ordeal like this makes me makes me realize what's important in life. And oh dear, I'd love to get. I'd love to. Oh no, get done what we need to get done. But <laughs> oh. I can't wait to go back. I can't wait to go back to Lakenhof. I think. Oh. I think I'm in love with Fieldness. Where's Jonas? <laughs> I can't wait. Can't wait to tell him my feelings for her. Good idea. Uh, well, come, come, sit down. Sit down over here. Come, sit down over here, laddie. Uh, uh, j- just a moment. Just a moment. And I walk over to the uh, stonecutter dwarves. All right. He sits down and he opens up a book. And he starts flipping through and remembering how to do something. (laughs) 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 I walk over to the I walk over to the Stone Coated Dwarves, um, and I, I I just say, um, I hope, I hope that we are square now, and I I was still very serious. I do not want you to go to perform your duties at the Bramble Wall 
I would rather you went to Lake and Hoth. You got money? Can you help us start over again? My wife is only 87 years old. She still has time. She can have another baby. My good dwarf, I've said it before. I will say it again. Those who help me reclaim my home will want for nothing. Okay. And he opens up a scroll and he spreads it out on the ground and he says, show me where Lake and Hearth is. And it's, it's a, it's a map of the Breen, but it's done on a, um, on, uh, it's, you thought it was a scroll. It's actually the skin of a fox and, and it has, you can now make out the general geographic features that they have punched in with just metal punches on it Mm -hmm. around. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, and as his finger moves over the map, you can see that it almost takes on a photorealistic uh, reality to it, but it's clear there's places that he doesn't know about and where he moves his finger over this leather hide where he has not been. It's just blank there. And he says, where, where show me, show me. All right. Uh, If I, if I point to where it is, what, what happens? So you feel compelled by the map to share your knowledge as you touch on the leather. Now you may, you may remove your finger or your thoughts and your knowledge of the land will be transcribed onto the leather fox pelt. Okay. I, I show him where it is. We shall walk there. And I thank you for showing us where the dangers are. We shall avoid it. Gorelta be with you. Master Selhavind. And also with you. I shall see you again soon. And they collect Clea and they set off across the gift toward Red Cloud Mountain. I turn back to uh, Abel and Filnir. Gentlemen, are you ready to get out of here? <laughs> Very. All right. Yes. Uh, wait, uh, Jonas, I have one thing I'd like to do over here uh, before... We're on the move, Percy. Uh, I think you need to have an earnest conversation with Mr. Percy. Yes, uh, very Quickly. earnest. With your eyes no. closed so I can touch Pers- your eyeballs. No, Percy, Percy. <laughs> <laughs> Percy, I think... It will help him take his headache away! His headache! <laughs> it's alright, Mr. Percy. Imagine, it's all right. Stand down, Percy! Imagine for a moment he was having a bit of a laugh. Ionis, he shall not bask in the eternal sunshine of the spotless mind. Ionis, <laughs> Ionis, I don't know how to say this to you, so I'll just come right out and say it. There have been times... In your studies, when you have been really into it, so too have I been into Galwinia. <laughs> I, I, 
I Mercy, would, I don't know if you're very good at this. I would, I would, <laughs> I would happily step aside for you, but I'm afraid her heart already belongs to me. Nabel, would you make sure you can grab his hands in case <laughs> anything happens? I slowly, I slowly put my hand on Mr. Percy's shoulder. Uh, and he so is still near. Does that look like bur- burning hands? <laughs> <laughs> I think kinda, we're okay. Some kind of blazer glory. <laughs> 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 I uh, and then I point my finger at his face. Uh, <laughs> that's how that's how he does the firebolt, Filnir. <laughs> oh, say, I'm nervous, Filnir. <laughs> I say, pardon, <laughs> pardon me for having a bit of fun with you. <laughs> I did overhear a bit of. Your conversation last night. Not very nice, Ionis. Uh, I believe sleeping with two of my girlfriends wasn't very nice either, Mr. Percy. But I tell you this. Yes. This is the last time. Very well. I should also tell you. I've spoken to Galwinia many times now in the last few days. It turns out, Filnir has another sister. Oh, oh really? Well, all right, we'll speak of this again. Yes. <laughs> 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 those half, those half elves. I don't know. It's a, it's a weakness. Anyway, <laughs> you're a dirty I, dog. I, <laughs> um, just, I just nudge him with my elbow. Uh, sorry. I have two other sisters. <laughs> Perverts. Bill near. Please, I'm a man of the cloth. <laughs> so I, I'm going to take a deep breath and open up the scroll. Mm, looking forward to this. Going right into the into the blood to bathe in the Hark soldiers and and the Monteran soldiers and just soldiers. We'll see what happens, uh, Paulson. Yeah, Paulson. I don't. I don't know if that's. I mean, we're just going to the tip of the ton, Dick. (laughs) (laughs) Just the tip. Just the tip. (laughs) So, I. I try to Jesus. I try to explain. We have to go to the teleportation circle first, right? Do we have to? I don't. I don't don't think we do. Try it out. All right. So I would explain to Abel. I'm going to say, all right, Abel. do we need to join hands or summit? This is what happened. I, I traced the name of the area I wanted don't to go to. Don't do it. To. Wait, don't do it yet. Okay. I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you right now. Okay. All right. And I uh, <laughs> I open the scroll. I take my But just mime finger. it. Mime it. Don't do it for real. And I just, I just start. I'm not listening. We've had this problem before. I feel like <laughs> I'm not listening. You did it. You did it for real, and then you, and then something bad happened. <laughs> I'm not listening to Abel anymore. I am tracing the T O N D I C K, and your finger 
the, the scroll rolls up in your hand and your finger, your griggly finger shoots into it and it grows to be the size of the scroll and it pokes out the other side. So it's at least 12 inches long now and it's a blue light is shining out of it. And it's currently pointed uh, like at the Templus. Mm-hmm. And on the wall of the Templus, you see a, 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 a cloud of smoke and you see down into the cloud of smoke, you see a teleportation circle with the runes on the outside of it, T-O-N-D-I-C-K. And you hear somewhere in the distance the sound of forks and knives scraping plates. And thus ends episode (laughs) 44 of Every War Must End, the Dungeon Dads podcast. They're eating in that dick, Jonas! I can't handle I feel, it. I feel. I. Hmm. You started this. I time, think we just have to go to the loo. I mean, what are you doing there? I feel. I almost feel bad for participating in this. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, we're forty-four episodes in. You can't be surprised. Yeah, you can't yeah, be surprised. Yeah, no, that's yeah. true. That's Seriously. true. <laughs> All right. Well, come back to the bonus episode, everybody. When uh, when we explore. You know, their various ideas of what they might do when they get into the 2,000 pound penis. We might uh, actually leave Robert's gift. We're going to leave Robert's gift. <laughs> Not uh, this episode. <laughs> Not this episode. <laughs> you spent a long time in your sauna. I just want to say that. Like, I, some of this is on you. Some of this is on you. It's worth it. Yeah. Worth it. Yeah. yeah. 100%. All right, everybody. I mean, how many times when you're out on the road do you get a sauna? Not, right? not often. Apparently yeah, now, savor, every day that you moments. that you take take uh, part in glorious combat. Apparently, I'm totally relaxed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> awesome. Toodaloo, everybody. Toodaloo. Toodaloo.